Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, September 24th, 2021. Coming at you from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. This is episode number 1046 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS revolution. Coming at you from the HQ, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw. A little bit of a slow start, ladies and gentlemen. My humblest apologies there. Uh, I just uh, um, came home and was not, I uh, uh, was trying to, was, actually had to go, come home and get a little bit of rest. And here's that way I would be ready to go uh, for tonight's 
episode here. I probably overdid it. So again, my humblest apologies to everyone for making everyone wait. Uh, but uh, I'm here now, and like I said, we're going to we're going to go at a full full steam ahead, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we all as we always do. We will first start things off with our wrestling news and views here. Save it. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. It is, of course, King <coughs> uh, NWO himself, GTS Gerard T. Smith, and also the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo are, of course, our friends from 411mania.com. Uh, we're not sure about the status of the human suplex machine, John Gross, here as of yet. But in the event that he doesn't show up by the time our new segment is over, I will be bringing you your uh, uh, wrestling after news and views here for this evening as well. We hope to have some more folks, of course, popping up here, uh, <clears throat> popping up here, of course, here tonight. But if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is one 605 562-0444, caller ID 1380555, press that to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here this evening. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, of course, here tonight, we will also be bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions here about tonight's episode of SmackDown, leading in towards Extreme Rules this Sunday. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be also talking about uh, <clears throat> uh, this edition of EW Rampage, uh, talking about, of course, some of the matches that, of course, did, that obviously, of course, obviously took place here as part of the AEW's Grand Slam event going on here this week, of course, which started uh, this past Friday with Dynamite, and it goes into tonight with Rampage. So... And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will be revealing. I will be, of course, revealing uh, who was the winner of our three matches, of course, that we had uh, concerning the the three belts from the All Out Prediction Title Challenge here tonight. <clears throat> and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will give you any, some more updates as far as, of course, our Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge, and see if anyone else has, of course joined in on the phone of course so far i think we did get 11 people in as of last night and there's plenty of between now and before the event sunday night so be, so be sure as always continue to go to wcws dynasty and place your votes for who you think will win each of the six matches of course <clears throat> uh for this coming sunday's event and of course as i mentioned here before if any changes should pop up, including another match, or if changes happen to the existing matches, we will, of course, I will, of course, like I said, all the board points to everyone involved in the prediction title challenge. Of course, that's been, of course, that's been the way I've been doing it. And, of course, if we have to do that again, we will, of course, do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now 9.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, of course, on... Um, uh, Friday, Friday, September 24th, 2021, <clears throat> as we, of course, now get ready to go 
um, as, as we get ready to, of course, like I said, bring you, of course, some of the wrestling news and views that 411mania.com has compiled here for us. In the meantime, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead, as always, say that the WWUS Radio Network hereby thanks once again our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, also, of course, on uh, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Uh, of course, let's see, uh, Outside of the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. <clears throat> also, of course, in the second half of 2001, we hope, of course, uh, to, of course, incorporate 411 Mania into, of course, some, uh, uh, incorporate some of uh, some 411 Mania into, of course, any other shows that we, of course, finally uh, bring to the air. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as their first story is CM Punk talks about his match with Powerhouse Hobbs tonight on Rampage and also working with younger talent. CM Punk is set to face Powerhouse Hobbs on today's Rampage and he discussed working with the company's younger stars and more in their interview. Punk spoke with Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso and here are some highlights. On working with younger talent in AEW, Punk says, the naked eye shows these guys are oozing with potential. The list of young guys like that in AEW is staggering. For so long, I saw people in an office position and go, this is the guy, instead of saying, these are the people. That's the animus wrestling powerhouse Hobbs or Darby Allen, and I think Brian Pimmon Jr. is another one of those guys. They have this raw charisma. They have it that's been lacking in our industry for so long. And AEW is capitalizing on all of that star power. On his match tonight with Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Punk says, Selfishly, I want to wrestle Powerhouse Hobbs. It just looks like fun. What does he really, what does, what what does and what can he really fit into do so to harness that potential and feel the crowd and feel the youthful exuberance? This is my Lazarus pit. This is my fountain to use, and I'm going to wrestle the young guys as long as I can. On tonight's episode of Rampage, Punk says, "If you want, if you want to watch cool pro, pro wrestling, that's why th- that's what this is. If you like hard hitting butt butt kicking action, watch the whole show. If you love pro wrestling, then watch. We're going to go out there and beat the and beat the crap of each other." He didn't say crap, but we know you might know what I mean. So, so like I said tonight, ladies and gentlemen, CM Punk will take on Powerhouse Hobbs on Rampage. Speaking of a speaking of AEW, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Dana White, as you know, of course, the man in charge of the UFC, praises Tony and Shad Khan and wishes success for AEW. Some big MA stars had on AEW programming as of late, and Dana White shared his thoughts about the company recently while while appearing on Robbie Fox's My Mom's Basin for Barstool Sports. I was asked about Dan Lambert and his American top team fighters like Jorge Masvidal, Amanda, Amanda Nunez, Junior Dos Santos, and Andre Alwalski appearing on AEW programming. I didn't know about Lam- Lambert 
Ronnie very close with, to the owners of that organization. Of course, Shad and Tony Khan. White said, of course, this was perfectful. They are awesome people. Tony and his dad are very good people, and I wish them all the success in the world. Good for them. Lambert is set to appear in men in, in the Men of the Year's Corner tonight on Rampages 2, Battle the Team of Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. And also, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this uh, interview that Dan with, uh, like I said, my mom's basement, <clears throat> we will post this in the WCW US interview, interview corner page if you wish to go on there and uh, check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as Braun Strowman talks about returning with, with Free the Narrative 2 and exploring different career avenues. Braun is post-WWE return with Free the Narrative 2 opposite EC3, and he discusses appearance and more in a new interview. Adam Shear is set to appear next month on the special and discuss it during the Hotspots virtual gimmick table appearance. Here are some highlights right here per fight. On his return with Free the Narrative 2, Braun says, the biggest thing we're pushing is control your narrative. There are a lot of faces you'll recognize, like Weston Blake, who was Wesley Blake. EC3, of course, has, it's something cool and something different that I don't think anybody else is doing. It's an opportunity to have full creative control. We do what we want. We do all the production in-house, our music, soundboard, everything. We were still filming last night. I was in downtown Orlando last night. Of course, this was on Monday filming some stuff. It was 11 o'clock trying to get it wrapped up. I'm really excited about what we have going forward. I think it's going to be cool. So that once we're going to start doing some fan access, the fan access thing where we sit down and watch with the fans, do a Q&A afterwards, also an autograph signing, and we're going to take it on the road. It's something different. It's cool to have an opportunity to do stuff. On his time since he was released from WWE, Braun says, I was very fortunate in my time in WWE, but it was very time consuming. I didn't have a lot of time to do other things. Now, in my downtime, I, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. I get an opportunity to go out and explore different avenues, try different things, and I'm enjoying it. Definitely miss being in the squared circle, though. I promise you that. Also, of course, here, uh, Okay. Also, if you have if you have an account at highspotauctions.com, you can uh, actually uh, pull up the High Spots virtual gimmick table with uh, with Adam Shear, of course, the man formerly known as Braun Strowman. Uh, you can, of course, uh, <clears throat> you can of course pull this up here, of course, indeed, if you wish to go back and and listen to this interview. See, we're not really able to kind of. Uh, not really able to, of course, uh, put it on our page that we want to, but, but way of doing that. But just keep that in mind if you wish to, if you wish to check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as Jim Ross names AW Dynamite Grand Slam as the most exciting night of his career. Jim Ross has had a lot of big things in his career, but he's named A.W. Dynamite Grand Slam as the most exciting of them. JR posted to Twitter on Friday to retweet 
a post from Bully Ray, who shared the lineup for WWE's September uh, 23rd um, 2000 Madison Square Garden show. That show was a loaded card, including a Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian Tag Team Championship match, a six-man tag team match pitting The Rock, Triple H, and The Undertaker against Kane, Benoit, and Kurt Angle, and more. Ross wrote the following, Who booked this card, for goodness sakes? Hashtag AEW Grand Slam. At AEW, hashtag AEW Grand Slam. This MSG card was loaded, but IMO Wednesday night was the most exciting night of my pro wrestling career, which started in 1974. Hashtag blessed. You can check out, of course, now Jim Ross's Twitter account, which is at JR's BBQ if you wish to, um, if you wish to, of course, uh, read a little bit further in on that. Our next story here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as Brian Lee is set for the big event coming up in November. Brian Lee is set to make his first appearance in quite some time at the big event in November. Rack Attack Promotions has announced that Lee will appear at the show, making his first appearance in years. Lee is best remembered as a member of the ACW, as well as Ted DiBiase's Undertaker doppelganger from 1994. He was also part of the group Disciples of Apocalypse as Chains. The big event takes place on November 13th in New York City. Uh, you can check that announcement out, of course, on Rack Attack Promotions uh, Facebook thing. Uh, of course, uh, the, the announcement was on Wednesday. But Brian Lee, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the man who was responsible as the Undertaker double from SummerSlam 1994, and also, of course, part of Triple Threat and ECW, and also, of course, known as Chains and the Disciples of Apocalypse. So, very unique there, indeed. Jeremy Thomas posted this story uh, to tonight as the, the updated for New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax 31. NJPW's G1 Climax 31 continued today. The standings are updated after night four. Here's the updated lineup for it right here. This is per Fightful. In the A block, uh, Great O'Conn and Zack Sabre Jr. have four points. They are both 2-0. Uh, Toro Yanu, Shingo Takagi, Yujiro Takahashi, Kota Ibushi, Kenta, and Tangaloa are one and one with two piece. And also Tomohiro Ishii and Tetsuya Naido are zero and two with no points. In the B block, <clears throat> Kazuchika Okada, Tai Chi, and Jeff Cobb are two and zero oh with four points. Uh, Sanada, Tamatanga, Evil, Hiroshi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi are one and one with two points. And also Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Chase Owens are zero and two with no points at all. So check that out. Like I said, tonight for Eleven Mania is is of course providing live coverage of of tonight's edition of <coughs> of uh, 
WSET SmackDown. If you wish to check out what they have to say, of course, about tonight's show, please feel free. Uh, please feel free to, of course, uh, uh, read into that, of course, and see what they have to say about tonight's show. Uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story today with some AEW news as there is a DVR note for tonight's Rampage and also AEW teams with the Pediatric Cancer Foundation. If you DVR AEW Rampage, you may want to check tonight's recording to make sure it catches the whole thing. According to PW Insider, several people have noted that their cable services are listening to tonight's two-hour show as separate one-hour episodes. For those who plan on doing that, be sure to check that out. AEW has announced that they're teaming with the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation to raise funds for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, of course, this month. Release to support the cause. <clears throat> and this is uh, being posted by AEW. Hashtag AEW is proud to support the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation at Pediatric Cancer to help raise funds for September's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Join us in supporting the, the, this incredible organization by purchasing this custom uh, T-shirt. And there's a couple of links on this tweet if you wish to, of course, look into that, of course, and check it out. Uh, our next story right here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As we just now talked about, Free the Narrative 2 with Adam Shear and EC3 is set for next month. EC3 will give Adam Shear, the former Braun Strowman, the chance to free his narrative next month. EC3 has announced that Free the Narrative 2, Strowman and Sh- well, featuring, of course, uh, Adam Shear, will be available on October the 2nd. You can, there are, of course, right here, there are details and and, and, and a pre-order in the uh, following announcement. Uh, from the propaganda desk of the essential character EC3, hashtag Free the Narrative 2, the monster in us all, available on Fight TV on October 2nd. Fight TV, for watch free narrative ii forward slash 2 PA 4E forward slash. Hashtag EC3 and the hashtag control your narrative movement are proud to announce that Freedom Narrative 2 will be available on the sports entertainment streaming conglomerate service Fight TV starting on October 2nd. As hashtag Adam Shear, formerly as hashtag Braun Strowman, soon to be uh, uh, hashtag re- re- reacted. Redacted has found himself at his lowest point. He is visited by an old friend with a hashtag essential reminder monsters can be killed. So you can, so you can definitely, of course, check all that out. Um, you can check, according, there's a there's right here, ladies and gentlemen. You, you can just come to this page, what I just read, and uh, read a little bit about more about that if you wish to, of course. Um, learn how you can of course try to get this get this show Jeremy Thomas posted this story as GCW's emo fight results as Jimmy Jacobs battles in the main event and more 
YouTube place on Thursday night, featuring Jimmy Jacobs battling Atticus Kogar in the main event and more. The show took place in Queens and aired on Fight TV. Here are some of the results right here per Fight. Dante Leon defeated Steve Sanders, Colby Carino, Matt Vandegrift, Lucky 13, and Chris Carter. Allie Way, who was also known as Allie Ketch, defeated Gabby Ortiz. Everett Connors defeated Dylan McKay. Effie defeated Jimmy Lloyd. Treehouse Lee defeated Gray, Tony Deppin, Cole Radrick, Yoya, and Jordan Oliver. And Jimmy Jacobs defeated Atticus Kogar. Nick Gage yelling. Uh, at the crowd to scene, welcome to the Black Parade. Louder, hashtag GCW emo. This was said. This was said by, by uh, Jake Drury at his Twitter handle at socks, U N T E R shoes. Um, Pro Wrestling Gifts at P R O W R E S G I F S. What's this? A double barrel roll. Hashtag GCW emo. Brett Lauderdale posted this on his Twitter account at Lauderdale 11. Emo fight rules. Wicca phase. Hashtag GCW emo. And Derek Dalton, who is also known as at the Bionic Kraken. At Tony underscore Deppin. Accidental blink, blink 182 reference with that graphic placement. Hashtag GCW emo. So you can, of course, check out some of that. Uh, Blake Lavelle posted this story today as Big E recalls being considered for the Shield and talks why and talks about why Roman Reigns was a better fit. In a recent interview with Cincy 360 WWE champion Big E, discussed being considered for the Shield while Roman Reigns was a better fit for the group and much more. Here are some of the highlights via Wrestling Inc. Big E on the new day's incredible list of accomplishments in WWE. Biggie says, we believed in ourselves tremendously, but I can't say I would have known, especially considering how difficult things were getting off the ground. I don't think I could have ever fathomed that Kofi would have had the Kofi Mania incredible run. I don't think that I could have fathomed breaking records that stood over 20 years in WWE. Kept champions for 483 days uninterrupted. That's very, very rare. And it's a feat that we couldn't have predicted. On being considered for the Shield and why he thinks Roman Reigns was a better choice. Big E says, I think it worked out for the best for all of us. I couldn't fathom now being part of the Shield. I'm sure it would have been fun. I'm sure it would have been enjoyable. I think it was really best for Roman to be in that role as the big dude, the enforcer of that group. That dynamic have felt the same with me being there. It's hard to fathom that almost a decade ago, that were for one brief moment I was considered as a possibility to be in that group. My route was definitely a longer one. It was a longer one getting to the accomplishments that those guys had years ago. I'm glad for the more difficult journey. We would not have had the new day if I was a member of the Shield. The Shield would have felt different. I think it all worked out for the best. And certainly, of course, I guess. Joseph Lee posted this story today as Lindsay Dorado is also reportedly unhappy with role in WWE. It was reported earlier this week that Grand Meta League had requested his release from WWE as he said to be unhappy with the lack of opportunities. PW Insider has confirmed the story, knowing that Lindsay Dorado was also unhappy with his role in the WWE for the same reasons. The two remain 
members of his party have been in multiple TV tapings waiting to talk to WWE about their dissatisfaction over how they're being used. At this time, however, it's unknown if Dorado has also requested his release. If we hear anything else, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely, of course, uh, let you know here about that. Joseph Lee posted this story today as we have a ratings breakdown for AEW's Dynamite Grand Slam, of course, that took place on Wednesday. As 411 may previously reported, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam drew 1.273 million viewers this past Wednesday, as well as a 0.48 rating, 627,000 viewers in the key adults 18 to 49 demographic. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter <coughs> has more details on the numbers, including a look at the show by each quarter. The show had a 0.31 in 18-34 demographic, which was the biggest since the first episode back in 2019. It was number one for the fifth straight, beating Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which was uh, 1,178,000 viewers in the 0.39, and The Challenge, which had 611,000 viewers in the 0.36. It was fifth in women 18 to 49, doubled everything else in men 18 to 49, for 0.67 and also PTI on ESPN was in second with with 0.32. It also tied the challenge for number one in the door and was number three with women 12 to 34 and one men 20, 12 to 34 easily with a 0.30 with the challenge coming in second with 0.18. Overall the show was up 8.3% in viewers from last week. 9.2% in 1849, 1849, 15.6% in 18 to 34. It had 133,000 viewers in male 18 to 34, up 12.7% from last week. 2000 in women 18 to 34, up 20.6. 301,000 uh, 301, in men, 35 to 49, up 5.2%, and 100,000 in women, 35 to 49, up 9.9%. The audience was 69.4% male in 18 to 49. It had a 0.17 in 12 to 17, the same as last week. 0.31 in 18 to 34, up 15%. And 0.65 in 35 to 49, up 6.5%. And 0.50 in 50 plus, up 4.2%. And you can come on here and check them out as they break them down, of course, by quarter, if you wish to, of course, uh, look in on that. And one more quick story, of course, another AEW-related story. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday with some AEW news. Brian Danielson. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see, Brian Danielson comments on AEW uh, uh, in-ring debut, and also Warner Media exec praises uh, tonight's Rampage. Brian Danielson is happy with his AEW in-ring debut on, uh, on uh, Wednesday's Dynamite, and he took to social media to react. Danielson battled Kenny Omega to a time limit draw on Wednesday's show, and he posted to his Twitter account to thank the fans and comment on the match. Brian Danielson wrote, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Thank you to the incredible fans in New York, of course, Wednesday night. Thank you to at AEW and its wrestlers for putting in the work and make Wednesday night possible. Hashtag gratitude. 
and that was the Dunkin' Donuts, of course, on uh, uh, yesterday. If you wish to, of course, check that out. Also, TBS, TNT, and True TV general manager Brett, Brett Weitz praised AEW Rampage in a new interview. In a future, in a future by Variety, TV executives were asked what their new show that they shouldn't sleep on is. Weitz named Rampage and Roads to the Top, uh, saying the following. The second series from AEW on TNT Rampage has just been killing it in the week. We knew that Tony Khan and AEW came to us just over two years ago with the mantra of a show by wrestlers for wrestling fans that they had something special that none of us knew how deeply the fans would respond and crave more programming. To that end, I would also say don't sleep on Roads to the Top, a new unscripted series for TNT featuring top AEW talent Brandy and Cody Rhodes outside of the ring. So I guess no sleep for you all. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there with your uh, wrestling news and views here, of course, here uh, for tonight. <coughs> and of course, as always, we want to thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here in the, once again in the radio network to read their stories here tonight. We also, of course, give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Gerard. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try to do that and have never tried to do that um, in the past They've never tried to do that in the past six years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I did talk to John outside of the show a moment ago, and he informed me that he has asked me to go ahead and take care of tonight's uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, the first volley. So I will go on ahead and take, I will, of course, go ahead and, uh, uh, of course, I will go ahead and take care of that here for you here this evening. Uh, uh, let's see. Here is your wrestling portion, of course, right here. Uh, first of all, here let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead, of course, and read this story right here. On a day, nineteen seventy-nine, at WWF's Masters Square Garden show from New York. The main event of Nikolai Volkov versus, versus Chief J. Strombow ended in a draw after the show overran the 11 curfew in, in place of a in place at Madison Square Garden, officially known as the curfew draw. Earlier in the night, Bob Backlund defeated Pat Patterson in a steel cage match. On the state in 1984, Greg Valentine defeated Tito Santana in London, Ontario, Canada, not too far from our from where our good friend uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith lives to win the Intercontinental title. On the state in 1990, Herbie Brown's University Federation, of course, UWF, held their first ever television tapings in Reseda, California. A stacked 21 match card featured an impressive list of talent, including Cactus Jack, Paul Orndorff, Dr. Destiny Williams, and B. Brian Blair, but the attendance at ringside was just 450 people. I would say 1996, WWF presents In Your House 3, Triple Header from Saginaw, Michigan. The main event was a winner's take-all match featuring 
Diesel, who was the champion, and Shawn Michaels, who was the Intercontinental Champion, against the tag team champions of Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Due to Hart going missing, it was decided the British Bulldog would take his place. However, Owen Hart made an appearance before the end of the match and ended up being the one uh, pinned for Diesel and Michaels to become the ones to hold all the gold. The next night on Raw, it would be decided that Owen wasn't legal in the match. The results were voided and the tab belts returned to Owen and Yokozuna. On a state in the year 2000, WWF Unforgiven was live from the First Union Center in Philadelphia. Matt and Jeff Hardy defeated Edge and Christian in a steel cage match to win the tag team titles, of course, with a slight assist from Lita. Elsewhere in the night, Eddie Guerrero defeated Rikishi by DQ to keep possession of the Intercontinental title. And a returning Stone Cold Steve Austin gave a stunner to Steve Blackman, followed by three stunners to Shane McMahon. The main event was a fatal four-way match in which the Rock retained the WWF title against the Undertaker, Kane, and the man who would pin he would pin to end the match, Chris Benoit. On Saint 2005, Ring of Honor's Survival of the Fittest had a six-way elimination main event in which Roderick Strong, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, Cole Cabana, and Jay Lethal fought to a 15-minute main event. Each wrestler had won matches earlier in the evening to get to the final match, it was, which was ultimately won by Roderick Strong. Of course, as you know, cheated this past Tuesday night to win the Cruiserweight title. On a day in 2006, TNA's No Surrender came from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. The main event was billed as a fans' revenge lumberjack match between Samoa Joe and Jeff Jarrett with 18 fans surrounding the ring equipped with leather straps. Joe would win the match via pinfall. This was the most unique match on the card as earlier in the night there was a 16-man triple chance tag team battle royal. When I eliminated over the top rope, they would they would stay at ringside until their partner was eliminated. Then both would leave ringside. However, when the match got down to the last two wrestlers, their partners would rejoin the action and would become a standard two versus two tag team match. Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens won the match and became number one contenders for the tag team belts. The card also featured a wild ultimate X match. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, four wrestling birthdays to bring you here, of course, here today. First off, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish you a wish a wish a very. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. Let me look at this very, very closely. Happy twenty-eighth birthday to Sonia Deville. Also, ladies and gentlemen, very happy thirty-sixth uh, birthday to Shane Thorne. Ladies and I wish a very happy, let's see, yes, happy 43rd birthday to Christopher Nowinski. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy uh, 45th birthday to Daddy's little girl herself, Vince McMahon's daughter, and Triple H's wife, Stephanie. So happy birthday, of course, to Sonia DeVille, Shane Thorne, Christopher Nowinski, and Stephanie McMahon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your birthday reports and we're going to bring it to you just like we normally do on, on outside the ropes of course every single wednesday uh, let's see here's first your general pop culture history on a stand in 1180 manuel i caminos 
the last emperor of the Comedian Restoration passes away, the Byzantine Empire slips into decline. On this day in 1493, Christopher Columbus embarked on his second expedition to the New World, setting sail with a fleet of 17 ships. On this day in 1789, the United States Federal Judiciary Act passes, creating a six-person Supreme Court. On this day in 1869, Black Friday and Wall Street panic after Gould and Fisk attempt to corner gold. On this day in 1877, the Battle of Shiryama has a victory of the Imperial Japanese Army over the Satsuma Rebellion. And on this date in 1950, Operation Magic Carpet concludes after having transported 45,000 Yemenite Jews to Israel. And on this date in 1994, National League for Democracy, Democracy is formed by Aung uh, San Suu Kyi and very others to help fight against dictatorship in Myanmar. Uh, one moment from... Uh, Movies uh, from movies and television on this day in 1968. The TV show 60 Minutes premieres on CBS. Today in music on this day in 1957, Jailhouse Rock, the single by the one and only King Rock and Roll himself, Elvis Presley, won the <clears throat> was released. It won Billboard Song of the Year for 1957. And also today in sports on this day in 1934, 25 minutes. <coughs> excuse me. See Babe Ruth's farewell Yankee appearance at Yankee Stadium. On this date in 1890, the president of the Latter-day Saints, Wilford Woodruff, issues a manifesto advising members that the teaching and practice of polygamy should be abandoned. Uh, some notable, uh, some notable birthdays here today. Let's, let's see. Uh, and let me let's let's pull out of course the old birthday calculator right here for you and let's see what we have of course right here Today would have been the 520th birthday of Girolamo Car Cardano. His first name is spelled like uh, JD's last name, only doesn't have the DI on it. Uh, this apparently is sadly he passed away in 1576. Uh, today would have been 120th day of Arthur F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, to, he passed away in 1940. Today would have also been the, let's see, uh, uh, let me let me see here, make sure that we, so we want to try to be as accurate as we can here, folks. Today would have been the 119th birthday of the Ayatollah Khomeini. He passed away in 1989. It would have been the 85th birthday of world-renowned puppeteer, of course, best known for everybody from Kermit the Frog to Miss Piggy to the one to the and the entire Muppet clan. Of course, I'm talking about Jim Henson. Uh, like I said, today he would have turned 85, but sadly he passed away in 1990. 
today would have also been the I believe let me see let me make sure that I have that right because we want we want to make certain here today would have been the 80th birthday excuse me of the wife of uh, Paul McCartney who of course was part of the band wings with him I'm talking about Linda McCarthy uh, she would like to she would turn 80 today she passed away in 1998 and also today uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, make sure that I have. I definitely have this one. Uh, today would have been the 73rd birthday of comedian extraordinaire, best known, of course, for Saturday Night Live. Also, the show News Radio. Also, of course, voicing uh, several several characters on The Simpsons. I'm talking about the late Phil Hartman. Uh, sadly, of course, as you know, we lost him in. In 19 over of course uh situation i think that involved his wife at the time but uh but but today he would have turned 73. and we do have some interesting birthdays to talk about here tomorrow on wcws power hour so you can't i can't wait to of course uh i can't wait to of course obviously um read those indeed on his date in 1657 the first autopsy in coroner's recorded in Maryland uh, some famous weddings to talk about here today on the state 1487 the founder of the skyism guru Nanak marries Mata Sirlakhan in Batala on the state 1948 a major league baseball outfielder Ty Cobb who was 61 at the time marries Francis Cass who was 40 and on the state 1953 singer Dick Haynes who was 35 at the time Perry's actress Rita Hayworth who was 34 at the time at the Sands Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas uh, two two passings of course here today uh, let's see he might be I think a legendary poet or uh, I believe a writer I'm not sure Parasius passed away on this day in 1541 and legendary children's author of course Theodore Geisel but you might know him better Seuss passed away on this date actually let's see 30 years ago today in 1991 and of course we'll have some interesting uh passings of course tomorrow as well on uh wws power hour uh on this date in 1916 ladies and gentlemen an airship bomb crew meet their match in a policeman they drop their bombs and plan to escape but the different Airship reckoned on the tenacity of a lone British policeman on his bike. So very interesting, of course, here indeed. So let's check out your movies and television history and birthdays. On a state in 1930, G. Kaufman in M. Hart's comedy Once in a Lifetime premieres in New York. Also in 1930, Noel Coward's play Private Lives premieres in London. Uh, on a state in 1948, Mildred Gillars, whose real name was Axis, who was known as Sally, who was an American broadcaster employed by the Third Reich in Nazi Germany to proliferate pro propaganda during World War II, pleads not guilty to eight charges of tre treason in Washington, D.C. On say 1962, KWSU-TV Channel 10 in Pullman, Washington, a PBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. 
say 1968, like we said, 60 Minutes premieres on CBS. Uh, also 1968, uh, that's live. Uh, it is a Broadway musical type TV show. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1977, the very first broadcast of The Love Boat uh, premiered on ABC. Also, and also on this date in 1989, ABC's premiere of The Preppy Murder based on the 1986 murder in New York City of Jennifer Levin by ex-prep school student Robert Chambers. As we said, of course, uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, let's see, um, let's, let's see, today would have been the uh, uh, 85th birthday of Jim Henson, and today would have been the 73rd birthday of Phil Hartman. Some other passings. On this date in 1939, Carl Lemiel, who was an American film producer of German, he was he was he was born, of course, of German descent. He, he of course produced uh, Universal Pictures. Sadly, he passed away of cardiovascular disease at the age of 72. On this date in 1948, Warren William uh, Kreich, K-R-E-C-H, who was an actor from right here in America, known for for his uh, Known for, of course, his credits include The Wolfman and Cleopatra, but dies of multiple myeloma, myeloma at the age of 53. On a state in 1953, Berthold Virgil, who was a screen, screenwriter of Austrian descent, passes away at the age of 68. And also on this day in 1967, Orville Caldwell, who was an actor from right here in America, best known for Patsy, French Doll, and Last Warning passes away at the age of 71. Some weddings, as we said, of course, on the state in 1953, Dick Haynes marries Rita Hayworth in Las Vegas. On the state in 1964, actress Jane Mansfield, who was 39, marries American film producer and director Matt Simber, who was 28 at the time, in Muledge, Baja, California, uh, Sur, in Mexico. They would divorce in 1966. On the state, 1993, Shannon Doherty, best known for Beverly Hills 90210, she played the role of Brenda, marries Ashley Hamilton. On the state, in 2004, uh, Michael Bergen, best known for being on part of Baywatch, who was 35, marries makeup artist Joy Tilk, who was 34 at the time, at Hanalei Bay Resort in Kaui, Hawaii. And on the state, in 2005, Ashton Kutcher, who was 27 at the time, Mary's actress Demi Moore, who was 42 at the time, in Beverly Hills. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Let's go to your music history and birthdays here now. Um, I want to say in 1884, Dixie, D-I-X-E-Y, Rice, and Gill's musical Adonis premieres in New York City. On a state in 1906, V. Herbert, v. Herbert and H. Blossom's musical Red Mill premieres in New York City. On a state in 1928, Cohen and Lardner's musical Elmer the Great premieres in New York City. On a state in 1953, Take a Giant Step opens on Broadway. On a state in 1955, Catch a Star Clement Theater in New York City after 23 performances. On the state in 1957, Jailhouse Rock, of course, was released, of course, by Elvis Presley. It was Billboard's Song of the Year from 1957. On the state in 1976, O Calcutta Revival opens at Edison Theater, New York City. 
for 5,959 performances. It is Broadway's longest running musical review. And on this day, 1977, Estrada closes at Majestic Theater in New York City after only seven performances. As we said, of course, today would have been the uh, would have been the 80th birthday of Linda McCartney, the wife of Paul McCartney. From, of course, when they were part of the group Wings, she passed away in 1998. So notable passings in music. I want to thank 1605 Manuel Mendes, who was a composer and teacher of the Renaissance of Portuguese um, descent, passes away around the age of 58. 1646 Duarte Lobo. A composer, also a Portuguese, I said it right the first time, I don't know why I can't say it now. From Portugal, there you go. Passes away around the age of 81. On say 1753, George Gibble, a musician and composer of German descent, passes away at the age of 45. And on say 1813, Andre Ernest Mades Gretry, who was a French, who was a composer of Belgium and French descent, passes away at the age of 72. As we said, of course, 1953, Dick Haynes, who was a singer, marries Rita Hayworth in Las Vegas. I want to say 2005, Rachel Ray, the host of 30-Minute Meals, who was 37 at the time, marries the cringe lead singer John Cusimo, Cus, Cus, Cusmano in Montesino, Italy. And I'll say 2012, Mark McGrath of the, of the band Sugar Ray, who was 44, marries longtime love. Karen Kingsland, who was 39 at the time, at San Gisro Ranch in Santa Barbara, California. Okay, now we go to your sports history and birthdays here. On this date in 1853, the first round-the-world trip by yacht was done by Cornelius Vanderbilt. On this date, 1903, Bill Bradley becomes the first Cleveland baseball player uh, to for he played for the Cleveland Naps. I want to say 1906, St. Louis Card, uh, Cardinal Stoney McGlynn, no hits the Dodgers, 1-1 in seven-inning game. I want to say 1908, Robert B. Rhodes becomes first Cleveland pitcher, also with the Naps, to lose, to toss a no-hit game, Cleveland 2, Boston 1. I want to say 1919, Boston Red Sox slugger Babe Ruth sets Major League Baseball season home run record. Record made off of Yankee Bob Shawkey and 2 1 loss at the Polo Grounds in New York City. On this date in 1920, future Baseball Hall of Fame slugger Babe Ruth becomes first to hit 50 home runs in a Major League Baseball season with the first inning blast off Jose Acosta in a 2 1 loss to the Washington Senators. On this date in 1922, St. Louis Cardinals future Baseball Hall of Fame infielder Rogers Hornsby sets National League home, home run mark at I want to say 1927, NHL's Toronto St. Patrick's become the Toronto Maple Leafs. Some birthdays here, of course. Uh, legendary, uh, uh, I'm not sure what, I know she was a sports figure. Uh, Lottie Dodd. Uh, she today, she today, of course, would have been uh, in fifth, see, yeah, yeah, 151 years old here today. She passed away in 1960. Some passings here, of course, in sports. 1896, Percy McDonald, a cricket batsman of Australian descent, who had 19 tests and three 
in three times 100s, passed away of cardiac failure at the age of 35. On say 1919, Frank Levere, an Australian cricketer, who had 15 tests for Australia in 1899 to 1909, passes away at the age of 49. On say 1933, Mike Donlan, a baseball player for the New York Giants, of course, of American descent, passes away at the age of 55. And on his date in 2002, Leon Hart, who, who was an American College Football Hall of Fame end and fullback, he won the Heisman Trophy in 1949 with Notre Dame, passes away at the age of 73. And one wedding to talk about in sports, 1948, uh, uh, Ty, who was 61 at the time, marries Francis Cass, who was 40. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your, um, with, of course, your, uh, Wrestling and pop culture news and views, of course, the first volley. We'll hear, of course, hopefully here momentarily, uh, like towards the end of the show here from uh, the, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, after he gets done whipping JD with a metal paddle. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, but he'll be on, of course, here in a little while. In the meantime here, of course, I uh, also want to thank once again for Mania for, for bringing us bringing us their wrestling news and views here for tonight. 10.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. It is, uh, of course, Friday, September 24th, 2021. It is episode number 1046 of WCWS Revolution 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. <clears throat> Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here with you. From Trinity, North Carolina, of course, home of the HQ of the WWUSHQ here, of course. We do have one gentleman, of course, here standing by. Let's go ahead and bring him in, bring him in here, of course, right now. He is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire. He's also a multi-title holder in our trivia championship series. Of course, more predominantly, he is one half of the trivia gladiator tag team champions alongside the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, as well as the Impact U.S. X Division champion currently. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's a member of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we also refer to him as the man with the golden voice, because, ladies and gentlemen, he has built it out some really unique tunes. And, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, he knows, he knows really how to hang there indeed. <clears throat> uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, here, uh, tonight here, um, when I came on, and apparently he went back and changed after I had mentioned something about, uh, in, the, in the history about the song Jailhouse Rock actually becoming a, was officially released on this date. He actually went and found Elvis's old prison uniform used, of course, in the, uh, in the, in that old video and all that. He's actually got that on right now, as a matter of fact, and, and this man's actually about ready to, of course, do the Elvis twist and all that stuff and all that and swoon the ladies and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be bringing back, of course, MC Elvis here, of course, here tonight. Uh, he's doing that here this evening. He is also, of course, here, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he's doing the twist, of course, Chubby Checker. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you walk up and down the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana, he of course, obviously. Um, <clears throat> he of course, um, obviously. If you recognize him, of course, and those who do know him, of course, in that great city, 
Uh, of course, you can compare him to Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie by doing, of course, the his call sign, which is pretty much this. Hello. We, as we, of course, let's officially welcome him to episode number 1046, of course, of Revolution here tonight. I bring in the soul man, Justin Lewis Presley. I mean, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we thank you, sir. Thank you for being here, of course, here with us here, of course, here tonight. Uh, Of course, um, obviously, I have to do extend my apology. Of course, I know that um, I know that you were you kind of beat me on to getting on getting on the show here tonight was running a little bit behind i was not i, I was i came home being a little bit under the weather but uh and apparently i i actually tried to i actually probably slept for a couple hours to try to see if that might kind of give me a little bit of energy it's helped me a little bit but um so like i said i'm just trying to take it still take it a little bit easy here this evening so but i do thank you of course your patience and thank you for being on our show here tonight. Uh, of course, there obviously, of course, um, some of the topics of discussion here, of course, obviously tonight uh, was is, is obviously, of course, I think AW Rampage is already making its way here. It's making it's making its uh, run, of course, right now, even as we speak. Uh, but first off, here, of course, let's see, let's check out, of course, Justin's thoughts and opinions. Thing that did happen, of course, on SmackDown leading in towards Sunday's Extreme Rules event. Uh, Justin, any thoughts uh, that you have, of course, about that? Well, all right. In the beginning of the show, I heard um, that um, Becky Lynch um, um, saying stuff, terrible stuff about um, Bianca's um, family. And... Um, mm-hmm. And the Carmella and um, Lena Vega beat um, Liv Morgan. It was a fluke. And like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Baron Corbin, I mean, Happy Corbin has his own show called Happy Talk. And he valued his guest, um, Kevin Owens. And bam, it was a setup. Somebody attacked him from behind. Someone, someone a tattoo from behind. Somebody take, somebody take. Um, Kevin Owens from behind. Um, I was a setup. Did they find out who it was? It was, it was just some, it was someone with wearing a hat and hat, uh, a cap and um, blows. Can't remember what his name was. Oh, I see. They were wearing, they were wearing something so that way they wouldn't find out who it is. Okay. Uh, all in all, heading in towards Extreme Rules on Sunday, how would you give this to this episode of SmackDown? I give it um I say it was um uh 2.0 okay all right 
Thank you very much here, Justin. We were also hoping to hear once again from possibly uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, among others. We have not received any word about... Uh, um, I think we did receive something from John that he may be on here in a little while. I'm not sure. We have not heard anything, of course, from JD. Uh, he's probably at sore after, of course, before I heard before you came on, you actually once again spanked him with that metal uh, paddle. Um, but I'm sure he was still rubbing his butt after. That, that's how sore it was. And by the way, Justin, he rubbed it so hard a genie came out. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah. And it looked like Robin Williams. God rest his soul. No offense. Uh, so, okay. But uh, we, of course, hope that, like I said, here, hope to hear from, of course, like we said, JD and John, as well as some other folks here, of course, here tonight to get their take, of course, about what's going about uh, their thoughts about tonight's edition of SmackDown. Um, and then, of course, I do know that uh, I do believe that AEW's rampage is, of course, already underway. Of course, we obviously know one match that is going to take place, and that is CM Punk taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, that has been hyped up. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure about any other, any other matches that, of course, are supposed to take place. But hopefully we'll hear something about this here as well. Not unless, of course... JD and I are checking out the episode that that episode of Rampage to try to find out something. So, but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, while we continue to wait for anyone else to pop on and join myself and Justin for tonight, let's give you the number, of course, here one more time 1605 562 0444. Caller ID 138055 pound. This is, of course, episode number. This is, of course, episode number 1046 of WCWUS Revolution. Uh, 1605-562-0444, as we said, 138055-pound. Um, like we said, this is Friday, September 24th, 2021. It is 10-12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You got, you have, of course, Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here from the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. And you also have the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, who denies poses as Justin Lewis Presley um, coming to us from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, <clears throat> of course, he's doing a little bit of that jailhouse rock, by the way. So, uh, so, but uh, but we we of course, like I said, uh, <clears throat> everybody in the wholesale block dancing to the jailhouse rock. <laughs> Not too shabby. All right, very good. Uh, coming up here while we have some time, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring this to you. Tomorrow evening, ladies and gentlemen, 141364-pound will be our episode of WCWS Power Hour. Of course, at 6 o'clock, I'll be reviewing everything that's been taking place, took place here in the radio network here, of course, tonight. And also, of course, here, folks, <clears throat> uh, that, that, of course, took place in the radio network here this week, I should say. Sorry about that. Plus, also, I'll bring you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also, some uh, wrestling... Uh, bits courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. So be sure to listen in on all that coming up here uh, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com for WCWS Power Hour. 
now, ladies and gentlemen, while we also have a few moments, let's go ahead and check in with, of course, our page, WCWUS Dynasty. Uh, as as you know, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that is where our, that's where, of course, earnings, um, our, our, um, our prediction title challenge from for Extreme Rules, of course, is officially set up here, of course, tonight. Uh, well, it's been set up here all week long. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, first of all, that you have until, of course, right before Extreme Rules on Sunday to get your votes in, of course, here as well, as there's going to be a lot at stake here, folks. And what I mean is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a WWE pay-per-view, but we are going to be presenting, of course, premier, uh, debuting a brand-new AEWS uh, Trivia Championship belt called the BTE Championship, of course. BTE, of course, uh, stands for Being the Elite, which is, I think, a YouTube show that that, that they have, of course, posted on, that, that is a show they posted on YouTube, I believe. Uh, plus, also, to the, win that title, will, of course, receive uh, number one contender matches for uh, existing AEW Championship matches, for AEW Existing AEW championship belts. In other words, whoever currently has an AEW US belt, of course, they'll be posting. I'll be posting some poll matches between the the, the the champion and, of course, those who actually want those that I actually place or said match. Of course, here uh, this this coming week. Now let's go ahead and check in. Of course, right here uh, as. As of right now, ladies and gentlemen, we still have, as of last night, 11 people have officially voted uh, for, uh, for, of course, the matches at the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. Let's go ahead and run this down here. First off, the uh, SmackDown title match, uh, eight people voted for the Usos. Three people have voted for the Street Profits. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Title Match, eight people have voted for Becky Lynch. Three people have voted for Bianca Belair. The United States Title Match, ten people have voted for Damian Priest to retain. One person has voted for Jeff Hardy to win it, and nobody has voted for Sheamus. The Raw Women's Title Match, nine people have voted for Miss Bliss. Two people have voted for it. The Universal Title Match, eight people have voted for Roman Reigns. Three people have voted for Finn Balor. And, of course, the match between Liv Morgan and Carmella. Uh, ten people have voted for Liv Morgan. One person has voted for Carmella. So, <clears throat> so that's what we currently have, of course, here right now. And, like I said, there's plenty of time here for those who wish to, of course, like I said, take, take part in this. Uh, first off here, I will go ahead and once again thank the following folks who have already cast their votes in here. And that's Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, uh, Byron J. Brain, as well as uh, Robbie Thomas, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, the Ace of Spastopolis, Alayla Peters, Jody Valentine, and the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. So we have those 10, 11 people that have, of course, posted in, that have, of course, cast their votes in, of course, here thus far. 
And <clears throat> like I said, they obviously, of course, won an opportunity to win that new AEW US belt. And also, of course, and of course, like I said, they're also I'm sure they're also pleased as punch that they'll also that they'll have, of course, an opportunity at the um at any existing AEW US uh championship belts, of course, sometime down the road. Now speaking speaking of the speaking of belts, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, of course, here, um as you know, of course, here we've had several matches, of course, concerning of course those who were who took part in the AEW all out prediction time course several weeks several weeks ago. Um, and of course this all led down to of course a title match plus two triple threat number one contender matches to see who will be of course uh the 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 the, the ones that to face of course the current champions uh <clears throat> and of course we do have the official results of course right here um and the soul man will be back here, of course here but i will go ahead and read the uh I will go ahead and read the uh yep, bam. okay there there he is okay all right and of course I'm sure it's glad he's here because I'm sure that he would probably want to hear these results as well let's go ahead and first I'll let you know here the results of the NWA US anniversary championship of course the ace of space Jordan Stolfus defending against the black Dodds. ladies and gentlemen we have a we have a brand new NWA US anniversary champion. The Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, has defeated Jordan Stoklas uh, with a with of course a final tally of five votes to two. So obviously Jordan may probably not be too thrilled about that. But okay. Um so uh, congratulations to the Black Widow. We'll let her know, of course, here as she is the brand new NWA US uh, anniversary champion. Now, the results of the number one contenders match for the AEW US Red Dragon Championship. Who will be next to challenge the human suplex machine, John Gross, for that title? The winner is, drum roll, please. No, there you go. The Soul Man, John. Justin Lemming, congratulations to Justin, who received Thank you. four four votes. Uh, Danny Pamoke Park received one, and Sandy Hayes did not receive any. So, Justin, you will be next to challenge John for this title. So, um, and also, the and speaking of which, the number one contender match for the AWUS First Dance Championship. Now, Justin Carter did not have a chance. To defend the last time we did this so uh, because there were nobody else that was of course there was nobody else that was uh the, the other two of course combatants which was derek from and also jackie wilkes they still did not receive any votes here at all so ladies and gentlemen justin carter will defend the AEWS first dance championship against the Iceman jared d geralmo that ought to be a very unique match up here indeed now with the fact that we have with the fact that we have of course um opportunities at other aws title belts up for grabs 
And of course, with respect, of course, to John and Justin for their future match, and also to Justin Carter and to JD for their future match, we are going to wait until the following week to do those matches. Because as you know, like I said, because of what's at stake in the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge, you'll have an opportunity to possibly compete, Justin, for maybe the you probably might become the brand new uh, BTE champion, or you could challenge for another AEWS belt. And of course, okay. it would it would it would not be fair to, to JD, and obviously, of course, it wouldn't be fair to to of course to John. Um, obviously, of course, also. Uh, and of course, with respect to, of course, Justin Carter, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't taken part in this as, as yet, but I'm sure that he will. Uh, so we're going to hold those matches until the following week. So that way we'll have something to work with next, uh, next week. Uh, <clears throat> um, so, so there, there, there are your official results, ladies and gentlemen, the, the black woman show and defeated Jordan Stoklas to become the brand new NWA US anniversary champion. The human suplex machine, John Gross, will have a match in about two weeks for the AEW US Red Dragon Championship against the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. So Justin's gonna be in his bedroom, of course, working out, pumping up the weights and everything like that, of course, to make sure that he probably tries to go after John's hind end, so who knows? <laughs> there you go. Uh, and also, just Carl Carter will be the AWS first dance championship against the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. So congratulations to all those. And of course, very good matches, of course, here indeed. Uh, and I will be posting the results on uh, underneath these polls on WCWS Dynasty. So be sure to, of course, uh, be sure to, of course, like I said, uh, <clears throat> to, of course, send, of course, congratulations to MLD, to, just, to, to Justin Lewis Fleming, and also for, of course, their victories in these three respective matches here tonight. Now, also, I'm pretty certain that Jordan may may decide to invoke his rematch clause against Michelle for the NWA US anniversary belt. We will also, ladies and gentlemen, do that match in about two weeks as well in case, of course, like I said, Jordan wishes to go back to go after Michelle for that title. So, um, so I'm pretty certain that he probably, but um, we'll just have to wait and see, of course, obviously what will happen there indeed. But also, ladies and gentlemen, I will, of course, talk about some future matchups here, of course, as well. Um, I spoke with, of course, JD here a little while, uh, been, uh, several days ago about this. As you know, one of the combatants, one of the uh, participants in our Extreme Rules Prediction title challenge is Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, of course, a good friend of mine from right here in North Carolina. He has asked to come. He, he has asked to uh, uh, for a for an opportunity to defend one of his belts against JD. And of course, after talking with uh, Mr. Hulkamania, of course, offline, I have of course discussed the matter with discussed. I have, I have, I have discussed the matter. I think with JD, and of course, sometime down the road, we're going to figure out when we're going to do the match. They want to play. They want to do it on a show, but they don't know. But but we have to figure that out about how we're going to play that. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler 
says that he's putting up the WWFUS Brahma Bull Championship against the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo. Of course, in a very high-spirited trivia championship matchup. So, of course, like I said, uh, hope it likes out here from Bobby and also from JD. That's in of course, that's going to win they, when they can do the match and everything like that. But that's also, of course, going to be coming up here, of course, as well. one 562 444 Caller ID, uh, 138055-pound. This is episode number 1046 of WCW US Revolution. <clears throat> this is, of course, Friday, September 24th, 2021. Um Mr. WWUS, once again, coming at you here from uh, the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. And also the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, coming at you here, of course, from Indianapolis, Indiana. And, of course, we are still, of course, hopefully awaiting the arrival of several more of our folks, including hopefully uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex suplex Machine, John Gross. Of course, uh, as you know, uh, J.D., and mental predictions then, of course, from uh, for uh, this Sunday's Extreme Rules event. Um, of course, uh, this is another going to be another attempt, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, that Vince McMahon is going to, to take in order to try to kind of knock AEW down a peg, which I don't really think that's going to really work, uh, especially with the fact that their Grand Slam events this week, of course, with Dynamite on Wednesday and Rampage, of course, tonight, obviously have been delivering. I was talking to someone about this, the, uh, someone about this earlier today, and this was like paper. These have been pay-per-view quality events. So apparently, this is compete with a WWE pay-per-view, of course, given the nature of, of course, given given, of course, the nature of um, of that. Uh, um, given, of course, like I said, the, the nature of the event here, of course, here indeed. So, uh, and of course, as as, as we as we've heard, JD, we've heard Mitt, excuse me, we've heard from John. I think Justin has said a couple of things. That AEW has been, of course, delivering very high quality pay per view quality events over the last two years, and all that. There's no question about that at all whatsoever. I have, of course, been posting several videos from each show every on our AWS page, of course, Wrestling's Elite Generation. In the case of anyone, of course, wishes to uh, go back on there and watch that and, and relive a lot of that. I've actually watched some of these videos myself, um, regardless of how old they are and everything like that. And I think that's been, uh, that's actually been some very interesting, uh, some very interesting, some very interesting, of course, um, very interesting shows, of course, here indeed. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> but of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, in the two years that AEW has been in existence and all that is it is 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 delivering what what they promised. In my personal op- opinion here, um, you know, kind of reminds you about the old days of. You know WCW in the in in the old NWA and um, I'm pretty certain, of course, like I said, with the fact that the sons of the legendary, the late American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, are, of course, are have been have been of course been able to put together 
some of the best the best array of talent of course ever of course those well-known faces and even a lot of new talent uh, of course some of your well-known talent of course even the, even though they're not a lot of times not wrestling they're like the, doing the man, the manager situation you know that is that and of course uh that's that's truly of course going to be a a very unique uh a very unique um situation here of course obviously you got your you know experienced veterans like hall of famers like jake the snake roberts and arn anderson and tully blanchard you know somehow involved um obviously of course you got superstars of course that have been and of course have wrestled in w of course in recent memory that have been of course bringing a whole lot to the table of course here recently of course seeing even one of those like brian danielson who of course we now know is daniel bryan also CM Punk, also Adam Cole, of course, obviously guys like Jake Hager, who was Jack Swagger. Also, of course, Chris Jericho, obviously. Uh, let me see, uh, Christian, uh, definitely. Um, you know, blend them into, of course, with a lot of this new talent out there. You got, you got a, you got a, you know, you, you just got a, a very unique look. At, like I said, the way re- what wrestling should be. And obviously, of course, obviously, of course, the man behind it all who's putting it all together, Tony Khan, of course, obviously, you know, put put together, like I said, this greater this greater array of matches, this greater array of talent. Um, of course, paying tribute to a lot of those who, of course, who are no longer who are no longer with us. Like, for example, of course, you had the son of the late loose cannon brian pillen even competing which is of course i think is truly unique also of course ladies and gentlemen uh the excellent show that they did i think in december of last year when they paid tribute to john huber of course everyone remembers him as luke harper in wwe of course obviously we knew him as mr Brody lee in aew that was an excellent tribute i did not really thoroughly say that say how well that was but it was of course dynamite indeed um, and how he, of course, made an impact, of course, on so many guys. Like J.J. Evans from Good Time. Exactly. Well, I agree. I, I agree. But, I mean, I'm sure, Justin, you would definitely agree that, I mean, since 2019, regardless of whatever the, whoever is, was has been involved in all, in, all the, in all the action in AEW, of course, here, um and all that regardless if it's for belts or not what have you i'm pretty certain you would definitely agree that aw has delivered some high caliber some high caliber bouts that's there's no, no doubt about it i'm sure you would definitely agree with uh with some of that so but i mean every time and this is and this is how great you know we i always say aw is you know how i talk post certain clips and moments from of course uh episodes that popped on on of uh dynamite and rampage and of course talking about the pay-per-views and everything like that um you know we have a lot of people stepping up and you know actually liking it and actually thanking me for sharing these videos you know going back and reliving a lot of this and of course of course no doubt here i mean you know that's what i've been talking about they can go back and relive a lot of this regardless of how old some of the action is i don't think just like this like we've talked about was right with classic wrestling like i posted in the video vault 
don't think anybody really cares how old it is at all. Because that action was that intense. It made that much of an impact, so to speak. So, And, of course, them having being able to work with other promotions like here recently with Impact, you know, NBA, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, seeing a lot of this talent, especially, you know, the Japanese talent, Minoru Suzuki, I think Satoshi Kojima, I think Hiroshi Tanahashi, I think was another one. Um, Obviously, of course, a lot of it over John Moxley's IWGP US title, which I think Lance Archer still currently has. I think, I'm not sure, unless somebody else has won it already, I'm not sure. Um, But but nevertheless, here, um, you know, the action has just been that great. And, of course, like I said, this is something that you would get that you probably hadn't seen in WWE in years. And of course, obviously WWE is probably not going to even allow it to come back ever again. So uh ne- but uh never but nevertheless, like I said, I'm glad that AEW of course is leading the way. Of course, giving everybody the alternative to of course to of course, you know, what WWE has been trying to offer here lately. Especially, of course, with what they've been doing here the past year with obviously the pandemic and everything like that. You know, it hasn't, the action has not really been, you know, has been kind of subpar. They have tried, they have tried their best to try to get, to jump up there with AEW and everything like that. Obviously, of course, obviously, of course, AEW is, is still always going to continue to kick their tail regardless of whatever the main situation, of course, of all that here is. So, of course, we do wish continued success, of course, indeed, with All Elite Wrestling. And, of course, like I said, of course, Rampage, I'm sure, is kicking some tail here tonight. Um, and, of course, I we hope, for, of course, for the next pay-per-view that pops up as well, that a lot of this talent here, that, of course, obviously will uh, be able to shine here once again. 605-562-0444. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, episode number one thousand forty six of WCWS Revolution. Of course, this is Friday, September twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty one. Um, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here, as well as um, the so, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here as well. Like I said, we have been continuing to hope that we will hear from. JD and John, at least JD and John here tonight. We were kind of also hoping to hear from possibly Danny from Oak Park or the Blackwood and or the Blackwood and Michelle Lynn Dodds. Obviously, of course, other things have been, have been, of course, um, have obviously, of course, they've been having to take care of, I'm sure, other things. Um, obviously, so we'll just have to wait and see, of course, obviously, what will go on here, of course, here with this. Speaking, of course, of our pages here in uh, WCWS, I will continue to start, or once again, go ahead and urge you to check, or to, to look at a lot of our pages that we have posted, of course, including Entertainment Cavalcade and Fan Empire, where, of course, the Soul Man does post his daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. You can read that, of course, every day. Um, and also, of course, here, uh, other pages including the movie channel animation as well as um, game show alley where you can check out some classic game show moments 
Also, of course, uh, Sports Roundup, where you can check out some classic sports bouts and also the latest sports news. Also, of course, there are tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson. Whose line is it anyway? Also, Knight Rider, the Power Rangers, as well as, of course, uh, Home Improvement, which, of course, we're hoping we can get some more stuff posted on the Home Improvement page here, of course, very, very soon. Uh, also, of course, here, Motor Week Retro Review Cars of the Past, NASCAR US High Octane History. Also, of course, Justin has his clothespin ready to go if he goes and visits the group, a gaseous affair. Uh, of course, we've heard a We've heard a lot of blowing, of course, coming in from that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, who knows? Some of that may probably come from JD. I don't know. But uh, anyway, but of course, you can always check out. Also, women of WCW US, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out, of course, some, some great ladies' matches, of course, as well. Also, here, ladies and gentlemen, our wrestling tribute groups, including AEW US, as I mentioned. ROH US, NWA US, NXT US, uh, AWA US, WCCW US, DX US, NWO US, and so forth. And also, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, the infamous video vault, a, a ton of great uh, wrestling matches, promos. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, you may ask me. Why in the world did you post a couple of ECW matches in the video vault? Don't you have an ECW tribute page? Yes, I do. But keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the matches I posted in there were not from the true ECW. This is the what we call the watered-down version that we back in, of course, the middle of 2006. So I don't really count that as part of ECW, even though it says ECW. I don't count it as true ECW matches. I'm sure a lot of people would definitely agree with me, of course, on that uh, on that on, on that front there as well. Uh, <clears throat> but um, but but definitely check out that box here as well. Uh, you might you might find some interesting stuff here, of course, here indeed. Um, it included me posting several matches, some that I've actually highlighted here big time. Uh, for example, from WrestleMania 3 in 1987, the hair versus hair match between Rowdy Piper and Adrian Adonis. Also, from Unforgiven 2005, the Intercontinental title match, pitting the champion Carlito against the Nature Boy Ric Flair. One after his very first IC title, of course, here. This was a great match. Actually, it opened up the show, I believe. I'm not too much mistaken. Um, also, of course, some other great moments here from all the old WWF, of course, also WCW, and some class, some definitely some classic uh, stuff like even like Portland wrestling, Memphis wrestling, and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of great moments here, of course, indeed. And, um, and some videos may be like one or two minutes long, about 20 or 30 minutes long. It doesn't really make any difference. I think a lot of people just enjoy just looking at because it's wrestling. So there, there you go. Of course, uh, right there. Uh, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, from what I've been noticing here, and I haven't heard anything official. It looks like the human suplex machine, John Gross, has been trying to jump on, but apparently he must be having some technical issues, and I think he may may not be able to bring to come on here tonight uh, because he. I think he's tried to pop on, 
and then all of a sudden he's just vanished so uh um so we were kind of hoping to hear from him as well as of course here jd of course like i said in the last few moments here uh but uh it looks like of course we may not have a whole lot of we pretty much kind of talked about a lot of everything of course including um obviously of course like the only thing that we haven't touched on is obviously the a the episode of AEW rampage which of course obviously i think is still in progress and we were kind of hoping to try to find out something <clears throat> some sort of official report here from that but it looks like of course that show i think is still on the air um so uh so obviously what we'll do is i will actually talk about that uh on our edition of wcws power hour coming up at six o'clock of course tomorrow evening uh, 141364 pound you can of course you can of course uh <clears throat> you can of course like i said uh you can of course like i said uh i'd check that out here of course tomorrow evening sorry about that ladies and gentlemen someone is trying to uh, okay apparently justin has just sent me some sort of thing uh, Justin, pop back on for just a moment here. Uh, I'd like for you to kind of confirm your confirm your your uh, um. So John, um, John um, is canceling the mock draft tonight. Moving to Wednesday. Oh, oh, the thing that he had, he had posted it as an event on Facebook. I think that's what I was t- talking about. Uh, yeah, it's been moved. He says it's been moved to move to move to Wednesday. We're to Wednesday. Okay. All right. Thank you, Justin. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, John, uh, of course, part of uh, the group GSWI, the Grove Stuckless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, uh, had scheduled a a mock uh, draft here tonight. It's like due to unforeseen circumstances, he's had to postpone it, and he's actually moved it to next to uh next wednesday um uh, which i think let me see here i think standing by here i think we have him of course probably popping on here of course here we'll just do a brief introduction here of course Helen from front royal virginia i do have of course one and the only of course part of the broadcast team for raw radio and also BS, a part of bswi of course here as well Ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine himself, of course, Mr. John Gross. Uh, John, uh, welcome, of course, here at the late hour here to 1046 of Revolution. Yeah, myself and Justin. Uh, as I mentioned to Justin here before, I wanted to, of course, extend my apologies for actually for what happened, of course, here with starting the show a little bit late tonight. As I had expected. Drag you down and sell you around. Run away. 
Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is now in this episode 1046 of Revolution. <laughs> we do thank him, of course, for coming on here tonight. As I was saying, John, I didn't know you were going to start playing and you come in. Not bad. Um, but like I said before, um, I want to apologize for coming in a little bit later. As I had explained here before, I had come in feeling similar to what happened to me the day after I got my second vaccination shot. And I actually yeah. had to, and so obviously I had to come home and I was trying to rest it off. And apparently I lost track of time here and I didn't actually yeah. get back until a little bit of time. So I humbly apologize for that, but I do thank you for, that's, of course, that's understandable. Hit me up to, because I'm not sure what happened. All of a sudden it just hit me. I'm not sure what happened. I just started having the, that same feeling and so, so i figured maybe sleeping it off maybe would probably help and it has yeah. a little bit but but it has a little bit but but uh i mean i'm not at 100 percent, but at least i was well enough to come on and, and take care of this tonight so yep uh well, but, me, uh well meanwhile meanwhile we have a tag team matchup right now between jericho and hager against ethan page and scorpio sky and what a belly to belly there by Hager. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the expert commentary of the human suplex machine here tonight. Very good. <laughs> yes, yeah. very, very, I'm, very good. I guess I'm back commentating again, folks. <laughs> oh, our night bitch. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. If, if, if we ever do like another one of those, like we did with that special edition of Wolfpack for All Out. I may, if if you're up to it, I may I may have you come on and possibly, uh, probably do that again. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, like hey, 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 hey! I'm the man for the job. Hey, I like it. Hey, I would. Hey, I would. Yep. I would allow it. I would. Yes, yep. I will allow that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Hey. Uh, oh, please, yeah, please continue. Please continue. All right. So keeping up with what we. Uh, meanwhile, Ethan Page is jaw-jacking at Aubrey Edwards, the referee. You better be careful, Ethan. You don't want to get yourself disqualified. But meanwhile, meanwhile on Rampage, we have CM Punk. He defeated uh, the powerhouse Hobbs. We had Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, of course, get a victory over Christian Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Why am I not surprised by that? And we got a tag team match right now between Jericho and Hager taking on Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yes. The do- and, of course, managing, him, managing them is that douchebag Mr. Dan Lambert, who likes to badmouth AEW. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I heard, I heard something in a story I was reading about how Dana White was kind of praising uh, Tony Khan and his dad about how great AEW has become, and he had to mention something yeah. about Lambert. Uh, so yeah. I thought that was uh, true. Even Scorpio Sky was looking for a superplex, ladies and gentlemen. Jericho's fighting out of it, and Jericho froze Scorpio Sky down. Uh oh, here we go! Cross 
body, cross body, one, two, near fall. Jericho needs to make that tag to Hager, folks, but Scorpio Sky is saying, uh-uh, not this time. Right. I don't know if you read the story, John, or not, but i got to mention something here, too. They did an interview with okay. Jim Ross. I think it was that show that Bully Ray's a part of, that podcast that he's a part of. And they asked Jim Ross about one of his best best moments ever of his of his career. Um, and one one thing that one match at one moment that Billy Ray, say Undertaker versus Mankind was his best. Bull, bull, bully Ray, I should say. I don't know why I said Billy Ray. Bully Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tell me about it. He, bully Ray happened to mention, of course, the moment from Madison Square Garden in two thousand, whenever. I think it was a match between the Devils and the and Edge and Christian for the tag belts and several other. And I think also there was a six-man tag, of course. I think it was The Rock, Triple H, and Undertaker versus um, versus Benoit and a couple other guys. I can't think about who else it was. Angle and uh, Kane. That might have been it. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's what it yeah. was. But anyway, anyway, Hanger just came in, ladies and gentlemen, and look at him go. He's a house of fire. Bam! What a takedown. Oh, go ahead, crap. Chad. Okay, sorry. No, no, you're, you're, okay. Now, 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 I don't mean to cut you off. My apologies. But one that but was he a said that, from hell right there. What a ooh. kick out. Oh, I'm loving this. <laughs> I love this. But anyway, he was saying that that this past Wednesday's Dynamite Grand Slam was the best moment ever of his career. Oh yeah, it was, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, indeed. So it's because you had it's because you had that great match between Omega and Brian Danielson, which Dave Meltzer said it was a five five star match. I totally agree with him on that. Mhm. Mhm. Indeed. And I and I bet you before the before the night is over and I bet you before guys, before the night is over, we're gonna see another great five star match because we have that lights out match as well. I bet you guys oh. before the night is through. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We definitely we yeah. definitely can't wait for that. So um John, while you're here, um, I know you've actually officially have voted for the um, on the on on WWS Dynasty for the uh, Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. But if, if you would like to vocal on the air tonight, uh, oh yes, um, yes, I, I would certainly love to do it on the air. Okay. By the way, just to I, also I forgot, you, I, guys, I, I forgot all about that. I forgot all about it. About it, but you voted, but you voted on the page, so I figured you might want to put it on there. But anyway, anyway, yeah. before I do that, I'm gonna I need to mention one little thing, and I've already told Justin this. Go ahead, as you know, as you know, we had a triple threat match to determine your next challenger for the AEW US Red Dragon title. And it turns out, and we're gonna wait two weeks for this because of what I'm doing with the uh, um after the extreme rules title challenge what i'm doing with that i'm gonna wait till two weeks before you, say more, before you say more jericho and scorpio sky are now back in the ring again whoa 
That one of the best maneuvers that springboard dropkick Jericho used to take down Page on the outside of the ring. Go ahead, Chad. Okay, anyway. Anyway, as you know, of course, we were, of course, determining your next challenger for the AEW US Red Dragon Championship. And in two weeks' time, because of the fact I'm going to be posting matches from having to do with the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge next week, in two weeks, you will be defending the AEW US Red Dragon title against this man, Justin Lewis Fleming, who ended up getting the most <laughs> votes. Oh, so, Justin, so I you, hope you're ready, you buddy. Old, so it's you and Justin. It's oh, you yeah. versus Justin. Oh, by the way, oh, John, yeah, you should, you're, you're probably going to probably hear this, too. And I wouldn't say anything to your uh, to your partner in GSWI, but uh, another result here, the NWA US anniversary chip. Michelle has defeated Jordan to become the new NWA US anniversary champion with a five to two vote. What? Go to WWS Dynasty and look for yourself. That's what Oh, says. yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Swagger and Jericho. They both locked in the wall and the ankle lock. Uh, Scorpio Sky in. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dan Lambert distracting Audrey Edwards. Swagger tried, Hager tried to get it. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, that was a near fall. Whew. He rolled him over right there. Oh, Swagger. Modified rock bottom. My goodness. And even Paige broke it up. Had we gotten sick and tired of people interfering in matches, we've seen our share of this all week long with a lot of these. It started yeah. Roderick's picking up the cruiserweight title because the referee was distracted by the diamond mine, and William Regal better give Kushida another shot. I swear he sh he needs to give Kushida another shot because Kushida was screwed Tuesday night in my personal. Oh come view. on, come on! You've got to be kidding me! Scorpio's even paid. Just picked up the victory. Mister Gross is. Is in, yes, indeed. And of course, we you like got it. Uh oh, uh oh, Swagger fighting back. Uh, uh, oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Get him, Jericho and Hager. Get that no good piece of Lambert. What? Wait a minute. Who the heck is that? Who the heck is that? Oh, wait a minute. We're getting intense here, guys. We're getting very intense here. It's American Pop Team. How do, we, how do we know they were going to get the involved American in this? They, they are surrounding the ring. These guys are surrounding. Oh, oh my God. How many guys are there? I think we need to get um, we need to get the inner circle back out there now. And look at these look at these men. They're going right for Jericho and Hager. My God! 
What the hell is this all about? We have talked many, many what? times that the Iceman, Jared Jerome would make a great wrestling commentator with all these shows. But I'm also starting to think I that know. also in addition to JD, John would also, of course, make an excellent commentator too. Hey, I'm not. <laughs> tr- I'm not trying to. Not, not for nothing. I'm not trying to steal the guy's thunder, but I don't know who the hell these guys are. One of them. One of them. I don't know if he. He doesn't look like Tito or T. His name's not Tito or T. Oh, come on! What in the hell is this lady doing? She just punched Jericho for Christ's sake. Is that that Amanda Nuez? Because I heard she was a part of that. Is that who that is? Yeah, in the pink. In the pink. I think so, but in I heard that was a female. Pink, pink that was a female. There was a female MMA fighter that was involved in this. Is that who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh crap! Oh jeez! Oh God! Oh Lord! You talking about you talking someone you don't want to mess with, man? Oh God! Oh my God! Oh my! You definitely they. You definitely don't want to mess with these people. Jericho's been busted open from the head. How much I, you want I, MJ- I don't understand that. How much you want to bet MJF is sitting in the back smiling at all this? No. I think MJF and, and Jericho's cheat is way far from done. Is over. Well, the thing is how he... But seeing as how he couldn't get rid of Jericho and all that match it all out, I figured he might be a little bit happy to see Jericho get 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 uh, get owned a little bit. I mean, that's just my personal take. I'm not condoning it because I don't like MJF. But like I said, yep. all right. Um, so this, this so this is going to be my last match to call the eight man tag team match, and I'll get out of here because okay, I well, got my show your- to do. I mean, you get All your right, predictions. Get my predictions in now. Let's take care of your predictions right now here, ladies and gentlemen. Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Now, of course, ready to go here. We're going to go ahead and get him underway. All right, John, we're going to, go, we're going to zip, we're going to zippity-doo-dah right on through this. Of course, six matches, of course. <laughs> we all know J.D. is gay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I must still be crazy. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'll save it for later. Oh Lord. Okay, don't tell him I said that. Okay, he may hear it later, but don't tell him I said that. Anyway, yeah. SmackDown Women's Title. Thank you. SmackDown Women's Title Match: Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. You know, I'm gonna have to go with Becky Lynch, but it wouldn't surprise me. If we saw Sasha Banks make her return, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if the tables were turned like SummerSlam. Anything's possible in wrestling, as they always say. So there you go. Yeah. You know, triple threat now for the U.S. title: Damian Priest defending against both Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Damian Priest is going to keep the title. Against Seamus and Hardy. Okay. Um, do we see at some point possibly Jeff Hardy eventually telling Vince that he's pretty much had it and probably ends up leaving? Oh, oh yes. For oh yes, definitely. I think Hardy's time time in WWE is almost over. 
I like to see him have a war with his brother in AEW. Wonderful to see. Oh Lord, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's actually, that's just my opinion. But anyway, Raw Women's Title Match: Charlotte taking on Miss Bliss. I believe I believe we are going to see a new Raw Women's Champion. Okay, you think Miss Bliss is going to pull off pull off a big win? Yeah. I see. Okay. Next here in the Universal match, Roman sucks taking on the Demon Finn Balor. As everyone knows, the Demon has not been undefeated in singles competition. Mm. I mean, the Demon has not been beaten in singles competition, I mean. Right. Roman Reigns is more powerful and more dominant, but do I see Roman beating Finn? Nope. You think you think this might be what it takes for Finn to re, to probably pick up the belt that he technically never had a chance to really defend in the first place? Because how long has it been since they that since since he had to relinquish that? Uh, five years ago. That was five years ago. Yeah, because he had after he just won, he he got injured, and then of course I don't know why they waited five years to fight. To finally, of course, obviously, uh, give him this next this one big time opportunity here to try to regain it. I mean, he is considered yeah. the very very first Universal Champion. So I mean, so obviously this would be bittersweet if he's able to put Roman down. Which of course now, if this happens now, John, I'm sure you you would definitely agree with this. And of course, they've actually said this in WWE that if this happens, then it will be just a one-on-one match at Crown Jewel Saudi Arabia between Roman and Brock. So, yeah. But if Roman retains the belt, it will be a title match. That's what I also heard. Yeah. And of course, if it was a title match. I'm sure Brock would probably tear Roman Reigns in half because actually he is. He, that could that, that could possibly happen. We've seen that happen to many guys that Brock has put away. Yeah, big time. Uh, anyway, the SmackDown Tag Team Titles: The Usos defending against the Street Profits. Uh, John, are you still with us? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, John may have probably had to step away or something. I'm not sure what happened here. Uh, we may have also lost his audio as well. I'm not sure. Uh, um, John, are you still with what the hell? I have, I have no idea. It's probably doing the same thing that that happens to me. I'm not sure why. Yeah, probably uh, the Undertaker did it. He probably did. Probably, probably it was a way of, like I said, uh, paying you back for being such one of his biggest fans. <laughs> but I say it in a good way, John. So there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, the SmackDown Tag Team Titles: The Usos defending against the Street Profits. Oh. 
Well, you, we all saw what Roman and his crony henchmen did tonight to Montez Ford. But the question is, will the street profits be ready? I believe so. And I think they're going to become champions again. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, of course, like I said, maybe a lot of people are getting sick and tired of the Usos holding those belts. And I think they probably haven't seen And I'm one end. of them. And, of course, like I said, they need something fresh. Yep. So, so there you go. So obviously, I, I'm so I mean, very good point of view there, John. And the last one here, which I think, in my own personal point of view, this match I think might end up being the pre-show. And they make any of the other matches a pre-show. Living Carmella. That's probably right. The, yeah, that one there. Yeah. You're but probably anyway, right. That's the only one that's not not involving a title either. If you if you think about it. Yeah. It's the only match. Yeah. But anyway, your thoughts about Morgan's. Carmella. I guarantee you Liv is going to shut Carmella up because she needs to. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Um, but no, no doubt Carmella about it. Carmella may have had the last laugh. Carmella may have had the last laugh tonight, but I guarantee you Liv is going to beat her this Sunday. Oh, there's no doubt. And of course, obviously, of course, John is one of the 11 folks alongside Mr. Hulkamania Bob, Bob, uh, Bob Byron J. Robbie Thomas, uh, the Black Widow, the Iceman, the Soul Man, uh, Jordan Stoklas, um, Alayla Peters, Jody Valentine, and the King Clubs uh, for our prediction title challenge for Extreme Rules. There is still time to go to WWS Dynasty to, of course, post your votes between now and right before Extreme Rules on Sunday if you want to get in on the opportunities to fight to compete for some AEWS gold indeed. So, but uh, John, uh, anything else you wish to add here before we close up shop here? Um, not not pretty much that I know of, but like I said, like I said tonight, there's been some pretty good good matches for, for Rampage. Uh, we've we've had CM Punk take on Powerhouse Hobbs. CM Punk got the win right there. Uh, there was a little bunch move I didn't agree with, but like Punk trying to use that hurricane run, I believe that was botched as well. But guy handed to Powerhouse Hobbs. He he fought CM Punk, but it just wasn't enough. And well, like I said, also we. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead, finish your thought. There was one question I had about Punk. Go ahead. Has he used that? Move? That and ice lately. Is he playing the Anaconda Vine? Yeah, I haven't seen that move in a long time. Is he? Uh, has there been no, no, he, he, no, he used that try. He used a triangle choke in the match, like the Undertaker kind of, used. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, like I said, we had Punk beat Powerhouse Tom. And uh, the Lucha Bros and Adam Page, Adam Cole, I don't know, I got their name right, Adam Page. But the Lucha Bros and Adam Cole beat Christian, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. You also had Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page beat Jake Hager and Chris Jericho, thanks to the Donald Trump of AEW, yes, I like, as I like to call him, Dan Lambert and his little 
cronies came in and helped him out after the match. But now we got a big eight-man tag team match. We got the Butcher and the Blade. We got we got the Butcher and the Blade and the Hardy Express taking on the new tag team champions that beat the Young Bucks in a steel cage match. Still one. Oh, what a clothesline that was. That was an awesome clothesline by the Butcher or the Blade. But anyway, like I said, we have a good eight-man tag team match between Butcher and Blade and the Hardy Family Express taking on Santana and Ortiz and 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 the tag team champions. But this is, and we also had Orange Cassidy show up as well while Matt Hardy was trying, I think, to uh, cut one somebody's ponytail off, but. But Orange Cassidy came out to save the day. But look at this. But, yes, we are having the eight-man tag match. Uh, there are still more matches to come, I'm told. We're going to have Anna Jay take on Penelope Ford. Wow, look at that maneuver. That was, and look at this. Uh-oh. What goes up must calm down. One, two, and you can count to 100. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, you can count to 100. Santana, Ortiz, and the Lucha Brothers take up the victory. Impressive. Yeah, but like I said, folks, but like I said, folks, here on the Talk Show Radio Network, folks and fans, we've got two more matches for you. We got, we got Anna Jay taking on Penelope Ford. And we also have the Lights Out match. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking on Lance Archer and that Japanese guy. I get his name. The Suzuki or... Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki. Thank, Minoru Suzuki. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. No problem. Here I am again, butchering the Japanese language. Well, well, speaking of which, I wouldn't mind having some Japanese food. Uh, <laughs> okay. Me too. Uh, boy. Uh, but also, uh, John, one quick analysis before you get to your show here, here in a little while. One quick thought here. Going into Extreme Rules, is WWE ready for Sunday? They have to be. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna say right. right now. So they want to continue to to try to be uh, be one step ahead of AEW. Obviously, that is, of course, the case. So indeed. Yeah. All right. But, uh, all right. So on that note, guys, hope everybody enjoys these two final matches, Rampage. Right now, Anna J and Penelope Ford are coming up next. And and to close it out, guys, don't forget right now, Facebook Live, my show is up, is next. Be sure to go to, G, go to GSWI and check out, of course, the Big Feed tonight. John will have a whole lot to talk about, a whole plethora of guests, of course, on and talk about, of course, everything going on here tonight here in wrestling. And, of course, obviously, I'm sure some, a, lot, a lot of talk right. here about. 
with this Sunday at Extreme Rules and everything. With that next so check that All out here right. on the Facebook page. Yes, sir. John, All thank you very right, much. Please take care. Stay safe. All right, and of course, like of course, like, if you get a chance to check out Extreme Rules, enjoy that. Thank you very much. Like I said, the human suplex machine, John Gross, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank him for coming on here tonight to get his predictions in for Extreme Rules. And also, of course, give us a little bit of commentary for uh, some of the matches tonight on AEW Rampage. So so we look definitely look forward to that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we, of course, close things out here tonight on episode 1046 of Revolution, uh, we are now going to go here, ladies and gentlemen, to the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, as he always does every single night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution and also on Wolfpack. He does deliver his his take on the wrestling and uh, the wrestling and pop culture history and birthday. As of course, as you know, he posted every single day on both WCWS Fan Empire, which is of course Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation, and also WCWS uh, Entertainment Cavalcade for the pop culture version, which is of course WC Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash WCWS Entertainment. Let's see what Justin, of course, has for any additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for today, September 24th. Of course, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I may note this on Power Hour tomorrow, but I'm going to wish a very happy early birthday here. I believe this young man turns, let me see, give me just a second here. Because I've got to remember that this is a, a this is one of my young a young member of my family. I've got to act, make sure I have the age right. Today, I mean tomorrow, my nephew will be turning 25 years old. So happy early birthday to him! Of course, here uh, of course his birthday is tomorrow. So I will be doing also that on uh, Power Hour, of course, coming up here at six o'clock tomorrow evening. Now let's go ahead and switch it over to Justin to bring us any additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for today, September 24th. Justin, please go ahead and proceed. Yeah, um, oh, okay, you know what, what before I do, you know what else I heard? Two things I heard. Um, I want to tell you and um, JD, um, I heard that um, Bully Ray said, Bully Ray, who knows Bubba Ray, he said something about, um, Nikki A, Nikki A S H, and Ray Ripley became the tag team champions. And uh, mm-hmm. he said, "What do you say? What do you say?" He has a problem. He has a, he had a problem. He had a problem in his, about the storyline. He um he believes the company. Has not presented a compelling reason behind the contrast in superstars and allies in the first place. And um, he said that Vincent Mann might be a fan of the, their pairing and how they are characters. He says, he says, all you have to do is make me understand why a woman Rhea will want to stand next to a woman like Nikki. I'm talking about the characters. Yes, the characters are an odd couple, and that's why Vince loves it. It's almost like the old, the old, you know. But can they get along? Bully Ray continued, you want me to understand Nikki and Rhea standing next to each other? Tell me a story of why they're standing next to each other. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he and um, also heard that um that this fan said said if um that he this um person this person says the um says I heard something about Vince McMahon gonna gonna sue on on somebody else um, gonna sue AEW by um for t- um by um Owen Hart. Well, Vince is see, and and uh, personal take on. Thank you very much for for telling us this. My personal point of view: Vince McMahon is going to do anything to try to stay one step ahead of everybody else. And apparently, since AEW seems to be the biggest threat because of this ongoing situation going on with uh, uh, with this on with this thing, of course, that was announced about. Uh, they're going to do something, in, uh, of course, in tribute to Owen Hart. Uh, apparently, WW, apparently Vince McMahon is going to, you said Vince McMahon is going to end up suing AEW over, I mean, Vince McMahon will just try to find any single way at all to try to stay one step ahead of the game. So, I think this is just a, bull, a bullying tactic uh, in my own Pretty much nothing. Pretty much nothing more than that. To this, to continue to, of course, to stay one step ahead of, of, of course, the competition. Of course, that he always remains the dominant force, even of course, long after he's gone and everything like that. So, it's not going. Obviously, that didn't obviously, of course, surprise me at all whatsoever. So, but thank you, Justin, for bringing that to, of course, our attention, and we'll definitely do some discussion about that here. Uh, especially, I'm sure, Monday on Raw Radio, of course, when J.D. returns to the air. Uh, and, of course, we did find out later on that the reason why, another reason we don't think she made it here tonight was because, actually, he was actually, uh, um, apparently, uh, while his, while, while his uh, parents were sitting outside looking out, looking out at everything on the, out from the back porch, he actually had his girlfriend in his bedroom, and he was actually uh, getting it on with her. So that's what we said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that way that actually kind of proved that actually apparently JD must have probably regained his peace. Uh, uh, whoa. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Justin, uh, thank you very much for bringing that to our attention. Let's go ahead and see what you got here for today's wrestling uh, and uh, pop culture history and birthdays for September 24th. Okay. Today is a happy. Today is a happy. Tw- let's see. Today is a happy twenty second birthday to Mexican wrestler Lunatic Fly. I know it's selling the Bill's birthday today. Today is. Um. Today is Shane. Today is a happy 36th birthday to Shane Very sir, Australian pro wrestler under the SmackDown brand under the ring name Shane Thorne. He was probably known as Slapjack as part of the factual retribution. Yeah, John mentioned him, didn't he? Well, I, I I did the history. Yes, I was. Yes, there were four of them that I mentioned, and those and him and Deville were two of them that I mentioned. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that that's, but you're right. Now you're right. You go ahead, go ahead and continue. Go ahead and continue. Today's a happy forty thir- uh, third birthday of Chris no- Christopher Nowinski. Yep. 
I know it's Stephanie McMahon's birthday today. Um, today's a happy 47th birthday to Roland Montgomery. Montgomery, when it was ringing Roland Hart. It's a happy 45th birthday to April Hunter. Uh, actress, wrestler, wrestling ballet, and boxer and fitness model. And today's a happy, see, I believe 53rd birthday to Eric L. Yeah, 53rd birthday to Eric L. Eric Sabri. Sabrachia, retired American pro wrestler. And today is a happy 40. Um, 58th birthday to Rick Allen. Randomized running Sunny Beach. And today. Yeah, he, yeah, he, um, oh, about, um, Roland Montgomery, Ed, Roland, Blair Nose Ring, Roland Hart, he died, um, he died of cancer. Oh, okay. He would, yeah, he would, yeah, um, and, uh, and I know, I know you already mentioned this person, um, today's a happy eight, eight, eighty. Eighty third birthday to uh Tommy um Thomas Tommy Edward Sigler Jr. Ben always running Tommy Sigler. Mentioned you you mentioned Mari didn't you, Chad? We should have talked about wrestling birthdays. There was only four I mentioned and you already had mentioned all four. Oh, oh. That one okay. that one wasn't that one wasn't one of them uh, the lot that I heard. Okay, um here's some wrestling here's today's wrestling history. Twenty years ago today on Raw, um, DDP has a, a new gimmick called Smile Gimmick, and it was it was stupid booking by WWE for him to give him that gimmick, Smile Gimmick. It's not a bad thing; it's a good thing. That's the worst gimmick they gave him. And he got butt kicked during the whole. That was during the invasion angle in the process. And um. The Rock defeated. Yeah, that was the night. That was that was the last night. That was the final. That was the um last time WWE had to use the word phrase um name name Raw's War and they changed it to to Raw on um on October the first two thousand one due right. to the nine eleven and terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that was in and and the, the Rock defeated. That was the night the Rock defeated. Um, Chris, um, RVD, and it was not a good night for Stephanie McMahon's um, on her birthday. She was crying, crying at the end of the show. Now, here's some pop culture history. What you I was say? Gonna say? The reason why, the, and the reason why I think she was crying was because on her birthday, Triple H didn't have time to use his sledgehammer on her. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please finish. Okay. Um. Fifty years ago today, 
in American in American primetime TV history, CBS aired a made for television film called A Tatter Web starring the late Floyd Bridges. Thirty years ago today, in American primetime TV history, CBS and NBC aired two made for TV films. On CBS, they aired a made for TV movie called Murder in New Hampshire, the Pamela Smart Story starring Helen Hunt and Chad Allen, and Perry Mason, the case of the fatal fashion starring the late Raymond Burr. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago today, in American primetime TV history, NBC aired a new show called Crossing Jordan. Remember that show? Yeah, I heard, yeah, I do. I haven't, I haven't seen that, heard that, seen that show in a while. Yeah, good, good show. And while, and while, while, and on, on that night, um, ABC on ABC's Monday Night Football, the Packers defeated the Redskins thirty-seven to zero. It's really stupid for them to do, for them, them to drop for them to drop the Redskins name. Yes, and they could be close to coming up with a new name, which of course they shouldn't be doing that in the first place. But and see, uh, in ten years ago today, in American primetime TV history, LSU defeated West Virginia forty-seven to twenty-one on Saturday Night College Football on ABC. What other history I got? That's it. Okay. Thank you very much, here, Justin. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out every day, of course, um, including, of course, uh, of course, seven days a week. You got, of course, the Soul Man's uh, <clears throat> wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports, as he, of course, posts them every single day. Uh, the wrestling portion on WCW US Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation, and also the pop culture version of w, on WCW US um, Entertainment Cavalcade, of course, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW Entertainment. On the, uh, also, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode number. Uh, 1046 of WCWUS Revolution. Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks to Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the Human Surprise Machine, John Gross, for joining us here, of course, tonight. Uh, we were hoping to hear from some more folks, but apparently they could not make it due to due to other, of course, uh, due to, of course, um, other situations, of course, that, that, uh, that of course, took place. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, uh, myself, Justin, and of course, John did, of course, get a little insight in on what happened tonight on SmackDown. Also, of course, John was able to help us provide provide us some with some commentary for several matches, of course, on AEW Rampage. Also, of course, we did announce the winners of our three matches that posted here concerning the belts from the All Out Prediction Title Challenge. As we said, Michelle defeated Jordan. To win the NWA US Anniversary Championship. John will in two weeks defend the AEW US Red Dragon Championship against the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming. And of course, Justin's going to be pumping up on that iron and all that, and make sure that he gets by John to pick up that title. 
and also of course Justin Carter will now will now of course AWS first dance championship in also about two weeks against of course uh, the, the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. Also of course we have yet to hear of course from Jordan if he's going to pop up his um his um uses rematch clause of course for the nwa us anniversary title of course to to go after michelle for the belt that he just lost here tonight. uh so we will of course keep you informed about all that and let you know of course if any if any changes of course obviously uh if he actually is going to uh if he's actually going to uh <clears throat> If he's actually going to, like I said, uh, do that right there. But, of course, obviously, I'm sure that we've often noticed that Jordan will not, of course, back off from any challenge. So I'm pretty certain that Jordan won't waste any time at all to, of course, uh, go after Michelle for the for, for that belt that he just lost. So we'll definitely keep you informed about that. But, of course, all three of these matches that have officially been set here, well, actually, of course, two of them have been set so far, which is John defending the AWS Red Dragon title against the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and Justin Carter defending the AWS First Dance title against the Iceman, Jared Duran. But we'll let you know about the NWA US anniversary belt here coming up here. But, of course, if, we, if that belt is defended, it will be, of course, also in two weeks, as, of course, we will determine who will be wrestling for the uh, for the, of course, uh, for any, for any of the existing AWS belts that will be a, that that we will we will award title shots to everyone who's taking part in our prediction title challenge uh, for this weekend. So we'll let you know about all that. One thing I will mention, of course, and we did mention, of course, a lot of our groups here on Facebook. I will go ahead and let you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for, of course, a particular movie or season of a TV show and all that you haven't seen in a long time. And you'd like to have your own personal copy of it and not have to worry about going through these streaming services trying to locate it and pay all these gobs of money be sure to check out bulldog dvd sales and variety of course on facebook facebook.com forward slash group slash bulldog dvd sales variety as we have of course dvds in the little white uh, uh disc envelopes for 25 cents also, DVDs in the little jewel CD cases for 50 cents a piece. And the actual DVDs in, in their actual cases, ladies and DVDs, and also Blu-rays, I should say, for $1, um, for, for $1 each. Now, this past weekend, we did, of course, post uh, several lists, of course, on page. So we have updated it here a little bit. So if you happen to see any that you wish to go after here that you haven't seen in a long time, please let me know. Also, keep in mind that uh, check out all the lists that we've got put that we've had posted on there for the past two years. Uh, we may still have some of these titles, of course, available. And if we do, like I said, those will be, of course, a dollar a pop. And of course, if they're in the, the smaller cases, like we said before, they're allowed to be 25 50 cents. So be sure to, of course, check those out here as well. If you see any movies at all, old or new, that you wish to, of course, have your own personal copy of. And of course, remember here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Check it out here, of course, here today. Of course, you can also ask, of course, several people, including 
the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, among others, uh, who have, of course, purchased movies through, through, the, through our DVD store, and, of course, they have given some great reviews about it. So be sure to, of course, check that out here today if you happen to see anything that you wish to, of course, uh, um, anything that you wish to watch here, of course, here today. Revolution episode 1046 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio network to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Be sure to join us, as we said, for Power Hour tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as we will, of course, talk about what took place here in the radio network this week. Also bring you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays and some also some wrestling news stories that will, that will come in overnight between today and tonight and tomorrow on, of course, WC, on, uh, on <clears throat> the 411.com. Be sure to check all that out. Ladies and gentlemen, we also ask that you continue to try to stay safe, of course, during all this going on with the pandemic. Take every single precaution that you feel that it is necessary. Uh, of course, don't don't let it. Um, don't, of course, obviously uh, listen to way. Don't really, you know, just because it might be mandated. This don't actually feel that you're obligated to it and all. Whatever, just do what you feel. Of course, is the right decision. Uh, be sure to, of course, please stay safe and take it easy. Of course, here. Um, also, of course, for those who don't get a chance to listen to Power Hour tomorrow or WCWS this morning on Sunday morning. By all means, please visit, please be sure to um, please enjoy, of course, Extreme Rules, of course, this Sunday if you plan on watching it. And also, please, uh, like I said, uh, if you haven't had a chance to vote for any matches, of course, here in the prediction title challenge for Extreme like I said, you can go to the WCWUS Dynasty, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dynasty Forever. There's still plenty of time to vote between now and right before Extreme Rules, of course, Sunday evenings. So be sure to definitely check that out. We have 11 people so far. We'd love to see some more come in. Like I said, earn, your, earn an opportunity at an AEW US belt. So, and also possibly win the brand new one that we have, of course, the AEW US BTE title. So, of course, check that out here, of course, indeed. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> take care, of course, and God bless. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Take care and God bless. Please stay safe out there, and we'll talk at you, of course, on Power Hour tomorrow night, this morning, on Sunday morning, and, of course, during our shows next week in Radio Network. Take care, and, of course, God bless, and have a great evening, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.